welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there's to know in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, best club in Europe, as we've proven, and the best club in the world. I don't know if we're really that mi- I don't know if we're really that biased, Roman, in San Francisco. Europa's beste Mannschaft. Europa's beste Mannschaft. Europa's beste Mannschaft. Think it's official, you know. I mean, it's kind of funny. Like Brian, you've been saying these, uh, you know, as your intro all the time. You know, like the best club in the world, and we are getting there. You know, slowly, piece by piece, step by step. But yeah, what can you say? That what I'm, I, I, I'm lacking in words. So I kind of have to find words now for this podcast. But <laughs> Brian, this is fucking amazing. I'm happy. It's a first. It's a first in a very long time. Yeah. Look, the last time we were in this sort of position was ages and ages ago. I mean, we're talking well before I became a fan. Yeah. Well before many people probably became fans. We're talking into the early 90s when uh, the Eintracht was in the UEFA Cup, the, uh, the predecessor to the Europa League. I mean, this is ages and ages ago that the Eintracht was in this sort of position where they were getting deep into the knockout phase of a European competition. Granted, Roman, I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Shouldn't we get to the match itself? Yeah, let's go. Let's, let's go. I mean, like, what? I mean, this is just wonderful. I mean, like, uh, I think by the time this will air, we are, we will also note whom we're playing against. But we talk about this in a little bit. What we wish? Yeah, we're wishing. But yeah, as we record yeah. right now, I think in about five to six hours time. So uh, we'll be. I'll be able to do a tiny little bit. Uh, hopefully, we'll be sleeping. I'll be uh, sleeping for the immediate afterwards. And then again, we'll also be podcasting immediately after Eintracht uh, faces off against Erste. FC Nuremberg, though, uh, let's be honest, I don't think that there's really much that we need to preview there in that one. Uh, they are that, mm, I mean, they're not that bad. We, but can, do, bad. we can do like a two-minute preview for that one. But yeah, let's talk <laughs> yeah, about the, no let's talk about the let's match. Talk about First of all, I think we have to talk about fifteen or 20,000 Frankfurt fans in in, uh, in, in Milan. Uh, it was It's crazy. I, I got up in the morning, right? I mean, the game here was at 1 p.m., and I got up in the morning and I just kind of like, I woke up, bam, I was there. I got my phone. I looked in Twitter. I saw all these pictures and videos, you know, of all these people, of all these Frankfurters everywhere partying and having their time. And I just got goosebumps and I just got, I just needed to get to the office. I was kind of rushing. I had meetings in the morning and, and yeah, but it's so cool. We, yeah, we watched the, the match and, uh, and what I saw I was really pleased, you know, I mean, like, I mean, of course, the six-minute goal, what can you say, but before, uh, you know, the the great chance by Alaire, which he shoulda, coulda, must have put in, um, but that continued the whole match, you know, like, we were, even though we were nervous, right, because it was always kind of tight by score, but there was never any danger in front of the Frankfurt box, so, fuck, that was amazing. It was magical. Indeed, it was. For me, as a young Frankfurt fan, I would say, uh, the Eintracht getting that early goal, Jovic, you know, just 
lobbying the keeper. I mean, what's not to like about that, honestly? It was a great moment, and one that I'm never going to forget, Roman. It's, yeah, but there will be many more, you know? That's that's uh, going to be the, the, the cool part of it, you know? So, um, I mean, the whole the whole match... I mean, first it started, actually, I was a little bit confused that uh, Willems was uh, put in the starting lineup. I was like, oh, why is that? And, uh, yeah, so the negative parts, that I, was, I wasn't really happy with his performance, and I wasn't too happy with Gacinovic. He drives me crazy. I mean, I'm, I, I'm not going to say anything against him, because I think he may be... He's an important player for the team, but... He is the one, you know, that kind of ah, oh, I was like freaking out, you know, like his inability mm-hmm. to to do smart stuff in front of the goal, you know, that's like where I always uh, freak out. There were um, a few situations like this, you know, we're like oh, and Williams, you know, when he tried to shoot on the goal on the target, um, you know, Oof, without even we like oh my god, so play wide, left and right, I mean... anybody, you know, everyone was available, but no, he just like he tried it, and I don't know. You, you could sometimes feel like they they wanted to become heroes, you know, and they tried to hard. True, 100%. Look, this is... The, I will openly admit the very best person on the pitch in Eintracht's 1-0 victory over Inter Milan was Handanovic, the goalkeeper for Inter yeah. Milan. Uh, honestly, if it wasn't for him having a really stellar yeah. game, his second stellar game in a row... This would have been dead and buried long ago, and we wouldn't have been still thinking, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we need to knuckle down defensively. Our defense was great. Hasebe, Traub, Indikai, Hinteregger, all those guys just, you could see that they were measuring themselves. They were not, once that we got the goal, we made sure that we weren't, killing ourselves in terms of having to bust our butts up and down the pitch compared to the first leg where it really was end-to-end stuff. Look, Inter Milan just tired themselves out. And the, for them, that's probably the worst thing that they could have done because uh, their league fixture, their biggest game of the year is <laughs> coming up mm-hmm. at the weekend, so they kind of tired themselves out for that. But let's put it this way. Um we did a lot of rotation in the last couple. We've done a bit of rotation in the last couple of matches. You know, not everyone is fully match fit, and yet the team looked solid. Willems was adequate. Gasinovic, you know, look, he's still fairly young, and he's look, he's only going to get better. Uh, I highly yeah. doubt at this point that he's going to be going backwards. To Kostic, for me, his work on the wings... Mm tireless i mean to me it's just a matter of when do we pull the trigger on i mean i mean when do we get the agreement set in stone with hosfow to make him yeah i I, I don't think i really seems a slam yeah i don't think i worry about this you know because i think they got the contracts are set out i think it's more like hinteregger and and rode those are the ones and trap right those three so if you want to ask me about the magical moment actually uh uh so long as Augsburg does not fire their coach, I don't think that's going to be an issue with Hinteregger. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but still, you know, they've got to wire some money for it. And, you know, the better he plays, you know, the more money this is going to be, right? Because there's no fixed uh, amount yet in, in the whole game. And now, wait a second. Like, if Jovic uh, leaves for, like, 80 million and we want to keep Hinteregger and Trump, you know, like, maybe the, the money is like, you know, you never know, you know. A lot can happen. Uh, especially when with when Paris and Germain, it's a different story. I think with Paris, they might say, yeah, no, Paris. 
you're not gonna have look because he got jettisoned for uh, Gian Luigi Buffon, who is older than either of us. Yeah, yeah, but I'm telling <laughs> you, you know, once people know that we got money, players, you know, it's going to be different. And then it's going to be tough, you know, because like if we have money, and if we have mo- and we will have money when Jovic leaves, and then they will ask for different sums. If Jovic stays in mm-hmm. the team, right? Like we can good have good bargains with, uh, with all these clubs, right? We can get Trapp for a for a steal. We can get Hinteregger for as a steal, and we could get uh, Rode maybe as a steal. But if if they don't convert, you know, if if we get Jovic money, if we got 80 million on our bank account, I'm telling you, everyone will want their piece of it, right? So that's going to be tough. So that's what I'm worried. On the other hand, that was the smartest thing to do is actually, and I think the magical moment of the season actually was getting Hinteregger and Rode because I, if if those guys would have not joined our team, we would have to play with Fallet and Rus, you know? Nothing against those two, right? But I think they just give the the edge, the extra edge, you know, like the the extra, you know, the the final chance uh, for Frankfurt, so to say. And I think that was brilliant, just from Bobic, you know, to to get those two players. And I just hope for some reason we keep them. I mean, yes, the the costage uh, is going to be important, and Paciencia. I mean, there, there's some more cool players we got now lined up. But um, if we want to keep Rode and if we want to keep Hinteregger, I hope they just tie the knot soon. You know, I wish I wish we could get Hinteregger right away uh, and not wait forever, right? Because like, yeah, I just don't. I, I want to have him signed before we make money, because otherwise he's going to be expensive. Exactly. Exactly. Now let's get to a little bit of what is to come as uh, the quarterfinals beckon and Nuremberg at on Sunday also beckons as well. So Eintracht is one of eight teams to reach the quarterfinals. The quarterfinals and semifinals will both have the draw, so held at 1300 hours Central Eastern European time on the 15th, so Friday. <laughs> Literally by the time that most of you people download this episode, it will be official who we are facing against. So, it could be Slavia Prague. It could be Arsenal of England. Chelsea of England. Specifically, both of those guys from London. It could be Napoli, who we once faced in the third round before facing off against Juventus in the quarterfinals of the UEFA Cup in the... What was that? 93, 94, was that 94? Nope, 94, 95 that we faced off against those guys. Uh, it could be Benfica, Portugal, uh, Jovic is uh, technically still parent club. It could be Valencia or Villarreal. For me, take on all comers. I would prefer Slavia Prague, so it's a quick and easy journey for our fans, despite the fact that the stadium is vastly smaller than anyone else's. I don't want Villarreal because, well... That stadium is about the size of what? Uh, who's the smallest in the Bundesliga? Uh, well, Darmstadt. That's probably the best example. You know, something that's barely even, that's just at 20,000 or just below 20,000. So, not too many seats. Everyone else has got these 40, 50,000 seat venues that will allow for at least, I don't know, say four and a half to 8,000 traveling Eintracht Frankfurt supporters. So, whilst we won't have the same numbers as we were able to get from Milan, because the San Siro is one of the biggest stadiums in the world, 
at least we are basically guaranteed to have a bona fide A-level talent. Or, of course, we can get Slavia Prague, who is just someone who's been punching well, well above their weight. And then you're into the semifinals, and it's anyone's game at that point. First leg would be played on the 11th of April. The second leg played on the 18th. Roman, we're about to wrap up this pod because we're going right through it. It's been a very trying day. We're a little tired, but we're just overjoyed. We are overjoyed. Let's talk about let's talk about the Bundesliga because we play on Sunday against Este FC Nuremberg. Now, in case anyone needs a re uh, little reminder, uh, this is the team at the very bottom of the Bundesliga. They have the second to worst goal difference. They have 19 goals scored, one of which was against us in the uh, match that was played in Nuremberg. And they are rock bottom of the Bundesliga table. They didn't look too bad against Hoffenheim at the end, so we know that they will need uh, a rather strong hand to kind of put them down, (laughs) (laughs) so to speak. But Roman... This is a team that nearly put us into this Vita Liga, and I do not want us to take them for granted. What are you feeling against Erste FC Nuremberg? Ah, that is a good question. So it's got to be tough to concentrate on uh, on that match next, right? So ah, that will be that will be uh, a tough one. Um, I hope they can focus on it. I mean, they'll be now in in uh, on. In, in the clouds, you know, and, and happy and partying and probably out and, and tired uh, from, from the two matches from Monday and, and, and now Thursday. Uh, I hope they can focus because those points we really need. And on the the Hinrunde mm-hmm. was a draw, right? So we kind of lost two points, easy points, uh, which we need because, like, you know, the Bundesliga is still the 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 main uh, the main part so um mm-hmm. yeah i just hope that they g- get their act together on the other hand you know i think that see what's brilliant i think is the rotation that hütter does it also it 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 it, it gives other players always a good chance you know and they know like since Frankfurt is right now in such a high pace. Like everyone has to perform every time. Like if you don't do good, you know, you're just out, you know, and you know, coming back will be tough. So that's why everyone is performing so well because we finally have the competition in the team that we need because nobody's safe, you know. So, um, yeah, that's um, super, uh, super important, I believe. So I'm, I'm glad. Um, yeah, I'm glad for that. And uh, yeah, but I think it will be tight. It will be tight because like we're going to be tired, and I think it's tough to focus after into our last match before the international break. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, for the most part, everyone's going to have the opportunity to kind of take it easy. I would like to see a little bit of squad rotation, perhaps leave more of our A-level starters all on the bench, so that any of them can be called upon to be able to kind of tip the scales if need be. But for me, look, this is a pretty straightforward match. I mean, you have Bruce Mugen Gladbach facing against Freiburg, so we're hoping that uh, come Friday, <laughs> in just a little bit time, that if Freiburg will be able to get a result there, allow Eintracht to kind of maybe climb above them. Uh, need a little bit of help there. Just a tiny bit to at least pull level on points. Because mm-hmm. I really don't see Schalke Nofia. Uh, taking points off of Leipzig, despite the fact that they have fired their manager. 
Yeah, maybe no. You know, like in my fantasy team, I'm yeah, like thinking knows. about now getting a few Schalke players. You know, uh, who knows what was wrong? You know, was there maybe something really wrong with the coach? Then there will be our chance, right? So let's see. You know, that they could surprise. You know, Schalke could surprise now because there was something wrong and something fishy um, with the whole, in the whole situation. And maybe now they're going to come back. You know, maybe it's now the the yeah, big we'll return of. We know that they have a good team, right? So. But yeah, the, on paper it's a good team, but we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Roman, I have some elbow void right here. I think that it has the the potency to you know ex, you know allow me to be to use an old Johnny Carson uh, tidbit. Uh, Karnak the Magnificent. So here we go. Ah, something nothing better than a good elbow void. I like that. Pause, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm predicting Eintracht Frankfurt 3-0 over Nuremberg. I think that we'll get a first half goal, and then we'll just kind of run riot over these guys. And I think that, you know, it will be, for, despite the fact that there will be some tired legs, they will not be tried too much, and then we'll be able to use the international break as a time to yeah. rest our weary bodies. Yeah. And uh, we'll also know who's playing in the Europa League, so... In the United States of America, that's on FS1 on Sunday. So, actually, it's a kind of a blockbuster sort of Sunday. You got Bayer Leverkusen before us, and then you have Bayern München, uh, another uh, Bundesliga club, not playing in Europe anymore, playing uh, our local fun uh, team to play against, Mainz Nullfum. So, who knows what the Bundesliga has in store. Roman, it is your turn. Prediction time. Scoreline. We're going to win this uh, 3-1. And uh, Paciencia is going to shoot two goals. and uh, He's on fire, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he needs, I mean, he's going to get some play time and he's just going to love this. You know, well, maybe Jovic, mm-hmm. maybe a rest. You know, I think he needs a little bit of rest. Um, he needs to clear up somehow. So I think it's going to be Haller and uh, Paciencia that are going to score. So one Haller and two Paciencia. Indeed, indeed. Why not? Why not indeed? So... That is where, you, that's our predictions right there. Uh, where can we find you, Roman, in the social media landscape of the world? Uh, you'll find me on Twitter on SF Bay Eagles or on Instagram at Roman Weishäupel, which is so tough to spell. <laughs> but hey, putting Hey, it out kudos there. if you're able to get that, right? Uh, yeah. You can find me on Twitter at KCSGE. You can follow the show, more importantly, that is at HEFPod. Facebook.com slash HEFPod is our Facebook page. Uh, English notes covering the Eintracht in addition to videos are dropped there, and including uh, some contests that we have from time to time. Roman, I think it's going to be time for us to uh, put out another contest right soon, so oh, yeah, we'll, we uh, more, to, more to come later on that. Uh, you can also email the show, that is heyeintrachtfrankfurt at gmail.com. So, uh, from all of us here at Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, it's a uh, choose. Ciao. Hey, I'm a fan for Charlie. Hey, I'm a fan for Charlie.